The Morning Struggle podcast is brought to you by Blue Clover Therapy, a mental health counseling practice in Salt Lake City, Utah. Visit www.blueclovertherapy.com for more information. Blue Clover Therapy, because your mental health deserves a specialist. Welcome to the Morning Struggle Podcast, where we take habits of successful people and break them down one at a time into history, science, and action plan so you can implement them into your life and build a better you. Stay tuned. Okay, but we're not talking about We're not talking about that. What are we talking about today? We're talking about exercise. Exercise. Yeah. So like Pilates, Jazzercise. All the big, the big three running, running, lifting the big three, right? Is Pilates and and Jazzercise Pilates changed my life. <laughs> Pilates is actually really. I hear it's really good. good. I've never. I don't even know. It's like you a should jazzer, Jazzercise or like Zumba. I feel like Zumba is the new Jazzercising. Z- Zumba, yeah, we could do Zumba. I like Buns of Steel. Remember Buns of Steel yeah. back in the day? Uh huh. Yeah. Do you do that now? Um, I should because my buns need some stealing. What was the thing that, like, the thigh blaster? The little yeah, butterfly? The, what is it? The thigh master. Thigh master. You should come up with a thigh blaster, though, and it'd be like a it's thigh a master total, on steroids. It's a total knockoff. So, but we're talking about exercise. We are. Right? And why it's so important and why so many successful people find time in their day to exercise. Right. And I just want to put this disclaimer out there. We are not doctors. Correct. So, if you are going to start an exercise routine... Um, if you specifically, if you haven't before, you need to talk to your physician and you need to find people who are specialized in whatever situation you're in and where you want to go. Right. And it always helps to maybe talk to a dietitian yes. or a nutritionist uh-huh. to have a physical trainer or a fitness trainer, a certified one, you know, things like that, just to help you through the process. Now, this uh, podcast is not about how to exercise. Nope. It's not about what exercises are best. It's about a general overview of exercise. Mm-hmm. And trust me, if, if you're going from zero, not exercising, mm-hmm. anything you choose essentially that's not an extreme fringe yep. is going to help. Yes. And then it's just, it's about putting those shoes on, getting the workout started. And then as you progress, you'll find that you hone your skill in that. Cause again, it's a skill. Right. So don't worry about, well, I don't know if I should lift or I don't know if I should do cardio or just do it. Just go do whatever after you talk to your doctor, of course, mm-hmm. and then hone where you want to go. Yeah. So essentially, I, I think of it like in a vain way that nutrition is determines how much body fat I have on me. And then my exercise determines what I look like under my body fat. Which is not necessarily accurate. Which is not accurate, but no. I think that in my brain. So I know, hey, I got to keep nutrition clean. If I'm, if sure. I'm actually, I can't exercise my diet, things like that. And then, Hey, if I do a lot of cardio, I'm not going to get big giant shoulders and biceps. Well, so. this is where a personal trainer would come in and be like, my goals are to have the biggest shoulders ever. Right. And they go, okay, we can do the these. The bicep guy. The bicep the guy. The guy with the biceps. Or just work out one side of your body. What show was that? Oh yeah. The lady in the water. Yeah, it was, yeah, when he right. only works out one side of his body, if I want to meet the that, person. If some, a real life person does that. I want to see it. Yeah. So, but let's uh, let's get going then. So let's talk about exercise. This day in history. Okay, so the history of exercise. Yep. And it probably comes as no surprise to anybody that people did not really need to work out back in the day. Right, because they were surviving. Primitive man. Yeah, yeah, like. 
whatever, millions of years ago to about 10,000 BC, they were hunter-gatherers. They'd go out for days and hunt mm-hmm. and gather. They'd walk six to 20 plus miles to an ex- another tribe to celebrate or see family and friends or whatever that Trade. is. Trade. So they were active. So you don't need to work out if you are always essentially working out. Right. Right. And primitive man was probably very fit. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably died very early. I mean, archaeological uh, records and anthropologists think that we died early. Sure, but not from a lack of exercise. But not from type 2 diabetes, right? <laughs> so we died from like, hey, the tiger just mauled me because I'm in the middle of the food chain right now, you know, or Well, and to clarify, though, type 2 diabetes, because I learned a lot about this, isn't necessarily a lack of exercise or anything. What? Yes. You just flipped my world upside down. I totally down. did. We got it. We, I'll show you the um, presentation that I was able to watch. And yeah, so diabetes actually not related at all just to exercise. Diet, uh, not diet either. What? All right, we're going to talk about that later. Yep. People are going to be crazy mad, mad in the comments. Yeah, but but I would imagine, though, that disease of some kind would kill you off in right. this primitive man. Right. And so, so that, but then, you know, a lot, we were a lot healthier back then. I, you know, as, as diet and exercise go, just in a general day to day thing. The Neolithic times, mm-hmm. we became agrarian culture, um, which is agriculture. And so we started, we invented the plow and we started to farm. Yeah. Right? Still a lot of work. Still still a lot of still work. Still a lot of but work. But we did become, start becoming more domesticated. Right. Right? So as we started becoming more domesticated, we stopped becoming less active, which means we needed to incorporate exercise into our life. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so ancient China, uh, they started doing uh, Kung Fu. Not Kung Fu, but Kung Fu, apparently. Oh. So that was like 2500 BC to 250 BC. And they'd, they'd do a, a regular exercise regimen. And Confucius was a, re- a big proponent of this. Oh. So they also did like gymnastics. And that's, you know, you see all of the people lined up and they're doing their little morning exercises. Because is, it, you, is it entertainment? Nope. I, I, it I, is? Well, it could be. It could be for like a social bonding entertainment component. Okay. But it's mainly because you're not getting, you're not waking up in the morning saying, I'm hungry. Let's go kill some things. And we're going to be gone for two I guess days. That's true, right? Yeah, that's true. So, and then in India, around the same time, they're thinking at least like five thousand years ago, um, they developed yoga. Oh. So yoga was like the the mind body connection and that that fitness routine kind of thing. And you got to think if you're struggling to survive and struggling to find food, you're not going to find time for yoga. Right. You know, you're not going to time, find time for Pilates. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're trying to survive. Jazzercise. Right. That's why we don't find a lot of like playful exercise in the animal kingdom. Right. They're, they're still in that survival mode. Yeah. So. The oh, monkeys are all doing Pilates in the trees. Could you imagine? I know. Amazing. I know. So, um, okay. Then the, then the Near East. So like, um, this is the Middle East in like 4,000 BC to 250 BC. We're okay. talking Egypt and Syria. They were heavy on military, so like the Persian Empire. Oh, so okay. like boys at six years old would get, you know, oh, taken. Six? Yeah, yeah. And and there was like a lot of hunting and marching and and running and javelin throwing and big stone lifting and things like that. And so it was, but it was all for military prowess. So oh, I see. So that's where kind of like the hey, I'm going to spend some time today exercising to get stronger, so I can beat that next civilization to our so it was less like "Ooh, i want the ladies to think i'm looking good it was more like i gotta crush this guy's skull with a rock right and then then that kind of 
passed on to like Sparta in ancient Greece. You know, so Sparta yeah, was Sparta a, was same thing. wild. Six years old, you got enlisted into the military and it was exercise. Was it males and females? So females were not in the military, I don't think, but they were required to maintain a strong body mm-hmm. so they could bear strong offspring. Oh, I see. So, and that was part of Sparta, wasn't it? Yeah, and they had to. The girls had to wait until they were like eighteen, which in the time was, you know, was because they crazy. wanted them healthy for childbirth. Yeah, yeah. So, because adulthood back then was pretty young. Um, so anyway, and then so we'll go to ancient Greece, not Sparta, okay, which is like you know Athens, and that's where kind of our modern exercise philosophy kind of comes from. Oh, they were super focused on fitness and exercise. For the aesthetics. Oh. They liked the beauty of the body. <laughs> the biceps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, they were living in a, for the time, a very advanced culture. Right. W- which was pretty docile. And so all of these exercises they did was like jumping and wrestling and running, all the Olympic stuff, right? right. The original Olympics. Those those were sport, but then you also exercise so you would look good. Oh. And so that kind of, the problem with that, you know, is you, you, if you're like what we see today, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a a fundamental reason to do something, like I, I I don't exercise because I'm out hunting all day. Right. Or I exercise because I'm, I'm, I need to go beat these people. Right. So if you just do it like, I want these pretty muscles or whatever, you, you tend to get lackadaisical for the rest of the population because it's, it's a hard Uh, endeavor. Yeah. Right. So you're forcing yourself to do something not out of necessity. All right. So anyway, then, um, so Greece did their thing, yeah, the yeah. fall of Greece Then the Roman civilization came around and that's where we get Latin, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. And so the Latin for fitness mm-hmm. is, I'm going to butcher this. We're going to listen, listen to the Super fitness. Idoniatetem. Okay. Yep. That's Latin for fitness and exercisium. Um, is the exercise nice but exercise means like you can exercise a joint or a machine or whatever right but anyway so the roman civilization um their their fitness was highest in the time of conquest and expansion so they really oh. same thing military yeah. training they really like that military training the the roman empire right right um so they then they kind of got into more of a lavish lifestyle mm-hmm. same as greece and then they started having physical decay. So the oh. people started getting sick, you know, and this could be because they started congregating more into city center kind of things and disease right. was easily spread. But you got to think too, if you are not physically fit, mm-hmm. mentally or um, physically well, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get sick too. Right. So people started getting sick. Then we go into the dark ages. Oh man, everybody got the plague. Everybody Everybody's got the plague. Limbs. And the barbaric tribes from the north uh-huh. came down and wiped everybody out. So how did, so I'm assuming they just weren't diseased or, or had certain diseases or had ability to fight those diseases? Like, what was that about? I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But, but this is just like wartime again. And the oh, barbarian tribes were hunter-gatherer people. Mm-hmm. They were strong people out there essentially exercising every day because that's what they did for oh, food. Oh, so they, they never became they lax just, on that. Yep. They just wiped out those more civilized cultures. Um, but then the Renaissance came around again, and again, that was more a rebirth of aesthetics. So a little oh, bit of... we want to look pretty. We want to look pretty. Um, and then we're talking about like war times in America. We'll, we'll skip way ahead. America. So, um, oh, let's just do real quick. So early United States. Yeah. Um, a lot of farming, things like that. So exercise wasn't really prevalent. 
Okay. But guess who the fittest president was, according to this article from University of New Mexico? Lincoln. No. Well, I, I mean, like he's pretty, be Lincoln. He's, pretty fit. he's my favorite president. I thought it was... Um, Teddy oh, Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Yep. Pro- perhaps the most physically fit president. Who was it? Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, it was Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. yeah, he was a crazy guy. Yeah, exactly. He was straight up crazy. Was but awesome. I'm sure he was fit as hell and scary. But he hiked and he biked and he, he rided other at, on outdoor activities. Mm. So a lot of these fitness things are a lot of running, outside hiking, picking up stones, like the Vikings, the Icelandic nations, the mm-hmm. Scandinavian nations. They do a lot of strongman stuff where they're picking up stones, the Husafell stone, yeah. where you uh, you pick up the big... I don't know, Superman emblem looking stone. It's 409 pounds. You walk it around what? your goat pen, you put it back down in front of the goat pen. Oh. In, in Iceland, if the bigger stone you could pick up, the better spot you got on the boat and the more pay you made. What? Yeah. So these, no way. So these oh, guys, what if you're just like physically I know. I would a not do good. Guy. I would not do good in Iceland. But um, <laughs> but then around the war times, World War One, World War Two, mm-hmm. um, again, it was a wartime effort, but we started getting these... These uh, government programs r- right during and after the war, you know, the American <laughs> Health Association, the American Medical Association, the President's Council on Youth Fitness. Ah. We started really pushing fitness into the public. So, Which, the, to be honest, it makes sense if you're going to have to go into war at some point. You want your people to be able to do stuff. And just to, to cut down on diseases. Oh, that's a good on point. On general yeah. health. So it's just one of those things. But I feel personally like we are in the lavish lifestyle of ancient rome and ancient greece right now mm-hmm. where oh we are pretty we, we want to be pretty, pretty. we want to mm-hmm. look pretty but we don't have real function behind that prettiness nope. and so and significant uh, malnutrition too and significant malnutrition so yeah. that's where we're at i hate to put a damper on it but wah, be wah. wary of the barbarian tribes from the north coming down talking to you canada <laughs> and taking us over because they're fit because they're running around and fishing and hunting i feel like up in nova scotia or wherever whatever's canada. up there you gotta be careful those canadians you know because they're border so wall on the nice bottom, though border wall on the bottom fine whatever don't <laughs> no, worry it's not about fine. that border wall on canada that's Why where we should no be one addressing this i'm sorry canadians are so nice they're so nice they are deadly that's how I, they, they lure you in. That's the serial killer next door who like lures you in, catfishes you. Is that yeah. a thing? Catfishing? Yeah, that's a cat, yeah, yeah. catfishing. I, I don't think you can, your neighbor can catfish you. I think you get to pretend to be somebody else. Yeah, I don't anyway, know the I don't logistics know what catfishing of catfishing. Is. Canada, border wall. So, okay, if I'm being honest, I feel like I'd be fine with Canada taking us over. I like Canadians. I mean, they got socialized and they, medicine. And They're they all say, nice. They got poutine. Pa- pa- pice, Holy pasta, cow, this, this went way too long. I got to cut some of that out. All of it. No. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Exactly. All right. Let's go into the science of exercise. Do it. Okay. So you know how I really love the brain? Yes. We're going to wait for the brain to go last because it is okay. like, psh, your brain's going to explode. So I want to wait on that one. So first... Um, so the, the Rhodes Scholar program from the University of Oxford. So I don't email me. I know that there's all kinds of conflict around this, that ladies can't get scholarships or just barely could. And then they have to be a certain, I know all that, 
But what they they've done a lot of research around academics and um, athleticism. Okay. So um, what they found is that by having regular exercise, you learn to create routines, schedules, and goals, which is kind of like duh. But then uh, you have self-discipline as well, which creates a habit of discipline, and there's ritual success. So by by having this ritual success, you are building self-esteem and self-worth. And um, mind you, it might be a little bit of arrogance, but if you're good at athletics, you're more likely to do better in the world because of this self-esteem riding over. Okay, makes sense. So self-esteem... Um, actually starts off when you're when you're using it through exercise through situational self-esteem so when you go to the gym you might feel like yeah i feel good here and this is through the international journal of science um, sports psychology but then suddenly you're doing really awesome at the gym and then it starts to turn into global self-worth Okay. So you start being able to go off in the world and carry this self-esteem outside of the gym, outside of that very specific interaction. Um, similar things happen to like if you're really good at crafting. Let's say you have a crafting club. You might have excellent self-esteem there, but then taking it outside might be hard until suddenly you hit this this uh, point in which you can carry it over. Okay. So your confidence builds to a certain point where you can go out in the world and be confident in other areas. Right. Okay. And it might deplete just a little because you're out of your situation, but it tends to, to, to carry forward. Okay. Um, also, exercise creates body awareness, which is, I, I mean, of course. Of course. That's good. Yeah. Um, and what this does is that you get better self-care balance. So you're more likely to be aware if you need to take a bath and just, you know, zen out for a second um, versus like you just keep go, go, going. Um, you're, you have better general body health, obviously. Um, but, but this is with balanced exercise because this can go really wrong. Um, and then the ability to break bad habits actually, because you get in such a routine of focusing on your body, even if it's just like one time a day, you're like, Oh, okay. How does my body feel today? You're more significantly more likely, um, to be able to do that in other avenues. Be like, well, maybe I'm not going to eat. I don't know. Donuts. Or, maybe, or your mental state or things like that. You just yeah. self-analyze. Yeah. It helps you self-analyze. All right. I like that. Right. Yeah. So so this is the mind-blowing part of this. So it develops the hippocampus of the brain. Man, that thing is important. It is really important. It's what makes humans humans. Um, it makes us so we can have rational thought, planning, reasoning, all these things that make us, you know, not kill each other. Um, so... Research has discovered that exercise stimulates the production of a protein called, and bear with me, Mm -hmm. FNDC5. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the reason why this is so important is this gets released in the bloodstream when we break into a sweat specifically. Okay. Okay, so we're exerting our body, and this very, very specific protein happens when we are sweating due to exertion of of your body. So not just sauna? Sauna work? Well, so a little bit, but definitely not as significant. And if you're doing sauna after... Even better. Even better, because then it carries that over, um, that production stays relatively high. So over time... And this varies for every single person out there, you know, because all of our bodies are different. Um, FNDC5 stimulates the production of another protein, because we're all connected, um, in the brain called, oh my goodness, uh, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, so BDNF. 
Okay. Okay. So what this protein does, and it is extremely important, is it stimulates the growth of new nerves and synapses, which is essentially the connection points between the nerves. Wow. It's how our brain communicates. So it also preserves the survival of existing brain cells because our our brain cells die off naturally, and that's just kind of how that is. But it, it helps them stay healthy so they live longer. So essentially, exercise makes you smarter. It makes you it makes you smarter. It makes, it your, makes brain your brain healthier. Healthier. Your brain function more efficiently. Yeah. So, isn't Crazy. that wild? And it and it actually so, so what they say and this is specifically so regular endurance exercise, like jogging, str- um, what it, like jogging or or brisk walking strengthens and grows your brain. In particular, your memory and your ability to learn um, gets a boost. So let's say that you're you're aging and you're worried about alzheimer's or something like that this it it, um slows slash prevents whoa so regular exercise slows and and you got to think oftentimes we're like oh just go watch tv don't worry it's time to relax no this is the time to do your endurance exercise okay okay what about me i don't really enjoy endurance per se you need to deal with it so i just need to do some endurance can i so this is can i go for a hike Yes. So, Can so, I go for a bike ride? yeah. So, it's they say like jogging because jogging is not running. You know, when people are like booking it, right? It's not running. It's like this your whole body's activated. You get into the kind of this mode of of endurance. So all of your, your systems are kind of heightened a little bit, but you're, you're moving. And, and this is subjective to each person and where their level of exercise is. And how much time? Do they say a time on there? So this is where this is gets a little messy. Right. So there is no time on this because everybody is different. Um, the more that your body's used to it, it appears as if that protein starts to develop quicker in the exercise cycle. Oh, okay. So, um, but again, so still you could be like doing like high speed, like CrossFit style Metcons and still get this protein development. Yeah. Because it it doesn't have to be jogging. It doesn't have to be jogging. But it has to be some kind of, some kind of duration of physical exertion. Yes. Okay. So, so then not only that, so our prefrontal cortex, which is also extremely important, which is planning and reasoning and also attention span pieces in all of this, like where our kids aren't paying attention. Let's have them go jog. You know, it increases um, the oxygen level that goes to the hippocampus, which also affects every other system within your brain. So it's getting more oxygen and and more blood cells to those areas, period, which keeps um, up the health of the entire brain in and of itself. So when your kids are being jerk faces, have them have them go exercise yeah because i mean really though like if we're talking about in and and i'm not in no way saying that attention problems are due to lack of exercise just the same as i'm i'm not saying that diabetes is yeah but but if it helps a little bit i know that when our kids are being little turd bombers if i have them do some exercise they are significantly better yeah, like when they're, they're cranky, I make them do their push-ups. I know. I know you hate that, but well, and but they actually don't mind it. No, they actually actually it actually puts them in a good mood. So. Well, and you do it with them, yeah, and that's usually kind of nice because then they're like, yeah. But but really though, so so in a very very literal sense, doing some sort of exercise makes your brain healthier, increases blood flow to not only your brain but your entire body, and actually assists in those synapses being. Um, repairing themselves and creating better ones in your brain and being able to communicate. Okay. Just like everything else that successful people do, it increases intelligence and efficiency of your brain. Boom. Okay. Amazing. Coffee time? 
I think it might be coffee time. Coffee review time. I drank pots and pots and pots and pots of strong black coffee, trying to keep my sleepy soul awake. But the sleepiness still comes along, and when it does, it's fast and strong. I end up with a bad case of the shakes. So this morning, you asked me if I half-caffed this. Yeah. No way (laughs) in the world is that ever happening again. I love you. I know. And I care about your well-being. But if you want your own decaf, you get your own decaf. So we did some decaf review, and then we also did a caffeine. Half-caff. Not a half-caff, but a caffeine um, podcast review. We talked about caffeine, what it does in the body. Yeah, yeah. So I've been half-caffing which is half decaf, half regular. And this is the full thing. I am amped up today. Are you? You have lots of, uh, lots of hand gestures. But t- today we're going to review, um, we're just going to kind of quickly talk about our coffee, which is the Smith's brand, which is the the choice, signature choice? No idea. Select, sorry, select choice brand coffee Kay. from Smith's grocery store. Okay. It's their like house coffee. And you know, they're pretty good. They're it's not, not bad great. for a grocery store. Yeah, I mean, it's a grocery store coffee. I wouldn't, you know, sell it as like a barista. But sure. Um, but you make sure, again, it's whole bean. Got to get whole bean. You can't get ground because it degrades. Well, you it's, don't want it to over-oxidize. You don't want to over-oxidize, yeah. right? And then we talked about filtered water. Got to use your filtered water. I didn't this time. Oh, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. Another thing we're going to mm-hmm. talk about today. So anyway, the Kona, we'll give it like a, like a 72. Okay, so you do realize that out of I have had I understand. <laughs> a graphic. Yeah, a graphic. And I, I love the graphic. And if you keep no coming up with different things. No categories, just a straight up number, 72 out of 100. Like a wine tasting thing. You have gone like... <laughs> I understand. I get it. It's a method. Well, let's <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about real quick the... The water temperature, because I made some of this, or you, you, one of us. I made some with boiling, searing hot water, and it was yucky. So we have an electric kettle, which if you don't have an electric kettle, get an electric kettle, because it boils water in like 60 to 90 seconds. We use it for everything, like making mac and cheese for the kids. And it's ha- gluten-free mac and cheese, of course. But- well, and it, it's how I know I'm an adult because the our last one bunked out. And I was like, oh, and I'm like, oh, no. This is what adulting is like yeah. when your electric tea kettle goes tea out. And you, it's the end of your world. Yep. So um, get an electric tea kettle. But if you pour your coffee, French press, AeroPress, anything like that, okay. at boiling coffee at 212 degrees Fahrenheit, you are going to get some burnt bitter coffee. Fair. And that's what happened. So we you, even the tea kettle, if you keep it closed, it stays really close to that 212. It, it won't get down very far. Um, very quickly. So you got to make sure you let that water sit for just a little bit. Open the lid or let it sit for a minute or two. If you open the lid, 30 seconds to two or three minutes, whatever you want. But the water should be between 195 degrees and 205 degrees Fahrenheit. I feel like I should... That's 91 degrees or 96 degrees Celsius for all of you Canadian people listening to us. Gonna take us down. Planning on invading. But so anyway, if if your coffee is too uh, cold or your Mm -hmm. water is too cold... You won't extract enough of the flavor. Okay. But if your coffee's too hot, you it burns, it over extracts, and that's where you get a bitter taste. Okay. So you it's there's so much to coffee. Well, and I feel like 
before even this podcast, like I would make coffee, no big deal. And now suddenly I have to remember like a bazillion different things. I know. You got to do whole, whole beans that you ground right before you do your coffee. Yeah. You got to store your coffee beans properly. You yep. ha- your water has to be 195 to 205 degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. You have to let it steep for the right amount of time. The water has to be filtered. Mm-hmm. All of these things. I didn't filter the water. I know. I can taste it. Oh. It's okay. Baka, 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 I know. Baka, baka. But anyway, so that's all we got for the coffee brew. It's just the temperature. And then this, the Kona blend, 72 out of 100. Oh my gosh, I swear. <laughs> all right. Tell these people not how to exercise, but how to incorporate whatever exercise they want to into their life. Let's action plan it. Let's hope you make the most of it, my boy. Okay. So I'm going to reiterate a little bit. Okay. Be kind to yourself. Like I say, every single episode. That seems to be a common theme. Yep. So be kind to yourself and your body. So if you maybe talk to yourself, we have an episode about talking to yourself. Yeah. Maybe talk to yourself during these times. Yep. Okay. Don't be mean. And then consult your doc. I know. Go in there and be like, hey, I'm going to start this wild new exercise program. Tell me how to do this. And don't get your exercise program from your doctor. They, they didn't they go to- They don't specialize in they it. They don't specialize, but they will specialize in things like, hey, am I healthy enough to start an exercise regimen? Right. Is my so, heart healthy enough? Yeah. Can I do these different Same things? thing with like nutrition. If mm-hmm. your doctor has additional training in nutrition, awesome. Yep. Listen to them all they want. If they ju- they all the nutrition they got was just in med school, mm-hmm. maybe find a dietitian or nutritionist who essentially- went to school for two to six years or whatever whatever level of degree they are yeah. to learn nothing but nutrition. Yes. So so just because your doctor, you know, says something, just know that your dog you're there to get your release for your doctor mm-hmm. for your health to start one of these programs. Right. And then find yourself a, a trainer of some kind. So according to the Mayo Clinic and a whole bunch of other studies I found that that reiterate this, um, you should have aerobic training. So that's that kind of Um, endurance type thing 30 minutes a day of moderate aerobic exercise five times a week okay so that's like the typical you exercise five times a week for at least 30 minutes a day yep and it can be pretty mellow it can be a light walk starting off like a light walk to me doesn't do it like we walk walk our kids to the school um for school time and all that that doesn't do anything for me well it probably does do something for you but it it doesn't you've probably hit that level where if your light walk puts you at a certain point in fitness because you're yeah. not going to get less fit you're not going to get more fit so but it gets you to that point and if you right. want to get to the next level of fitness whatever that that's is fair, then you have to increase or add or change or whatever it is you're doing right and and even just little things that you do like walking your kids to school or taking the stairs instead of the elevator or parking far away from the entrance of a store right. um, can add up. So it's 30 minutes, but it doesn't mean that it needs to be like consistent. Okay. So it can be, you know, you can do 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. And as long as it's adding up to 30 minutes, that's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Um, now, if you want to go beyond that, that's where you find yourself a personal trainer and discuss where you want to go and what you want to do with it. Or just research it yourself. Yeah, you can research it yourself, but I, I would definitely consult your doctor if you're going to do something wild or if you've never done a workout program. There is about a billion different things on the internet, right. and everybody says they have the answer. Right, and everybody's body's different, and so you gotta yeah. consider any, any for you personally. Any type of exercise does different things for you. I mean, whatever. Right. You can also join like a gym that's got like a, a um, 
like a classroom setting, like either a CrossFit yeah. gym or like a spin class or something like that, where you're doing something with an instructor. Like it doesn't oh, yes. have to be just like my personal trainer. Oh, no. It could be a community-based oh, no. exercise. Right? Yeah. And that's great because you have someone guiding it. Um, so based on the studies that I discussed earlier, the peak results are found with at least 30 minutes each day. So the Mayo Clinic says five times a week. And the studies said about 30 minutes a day. And to be honest, you'd have to be not moving at all in order to not get that 30 minutes. Gotcha. Because yeah. even go- getting up and going to the bathroom would okay. be. All right. You could add that up. We want to do more than that. We do want to do more than that. Um, and then second, we want to go into strength training. So do strength training exercises for all major muscle groups at least two times a week. Okay. Which is a nice sentence. But to me, like you, you research this and you, you are trained in, in all of that in this, right. that seems completely overwhelming to me. Just so you don't have to like say, okay, I'm working on my bicep. Okay. I'm working on my shoulder. I know. Okay, I'm working on my delt. Upper body, lower body. You, you can, you can do, there's whole body workouts, like a burpee. A burpee is a whole body strength exercise, even though I it's body weight true. strength. Right. Yeah. But it's different than walking. You know, yeah, of so course, going yeah. down, getting back up and jumping, that is a whole body exercise, even though it's body weight. So those kind of exercises stimulate a lot of, you know, adrenal um, hormones, like, like you're talking about with your, with your brain stuff, but it, it increases dopamine, that serotonin. dopamine, serotonin, but it does it very fast because it's, that's a, true, it's yeah. a lot of effect on your CNS right away. Right. So. I guess that's a good point. Um, and then the, you aim to do a single set of exor- of each exercise using a weight or resistant level. Heavy enough to tire your muscles after about 12 to 15 repetitions is what the Mayo Clinic says. Yeah. And that's like the typical bodybuilding hypertrophy thing. Yeah. So now if you get into different brackets of of athletes, you're going to have very different statistics and things on that. This is what they they say for the normal person doing normal things to be healthy. And, And again, the peak results found in the studies that I have discussed before was at least four to five times a week, you should be doing strength training of some kind. Strength, strength training is, is hyper important, not just for like physique, but it's also super important for, um, performance in every aspect of life. Mm -hmm. And, and also they did a study finding that leg strength had a higher correlation with longevity, just lifespan than any other factor more than you know negative factor of smoking what? or anything like that it was leg strength and that makes sense because if you're strong yeah. you're healthier if you're strong you don't fall when you fall as you get older you start mm-hmm. having you know other kind of issues with that so it just it just made sense so really if you're a, just a marathon runner yeah start squatting like start doing yeah. like 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 you'll be amazed at how much better you get when you add, incorporate strength with your endurance oh i like that well and it's it's, um, I'm, I'm assuming cause if you have reasonable exercise, it's about bones as well. Right. We got off track. We said we wouldn't talk about what kind of exercises people should do. Oh, that's true. But yeah. okay. So well, you, you choose what you want to do. Well, yeah, but we're, we're, just we're talking about variety. Basic, basic generalized. And yeah. to be honest, like the aerobic and strength training are kind of those brackets that you need to fall in. And that's, that is a doctors, everyone yep. has, that's what your, your doc is following all right. of that. Um, and then the last thing is don't overexercise. Okay, you don't build endurance and you don't build strength if you completely bunk out all of the muscles in your body completely. If you go to the gym once right. and then don't go back for two weeks, you didn't do much. Right. It's so, it's about consistency. You need you need your body to adapt and it doesn't adapt from a single event. Yeah, because isn't it that your muscles start breaking down and then it rebuilds it stronger based on trying to 
kind of fight what you're doing yeah, to exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but so it, we're looking for consistency here. And that's why it's, you know, 30 minutes each day or five times a week and then um, being able to do strength training about four to five times a week. Yeah, so it's, it's more important to go consistently than it is to work out hard when you're there. Right. If that makes sense. You should still work out hard and, you of know. Of course, yeah. But if you say, hey, I'm not doing great today, I'm kind of sore and tired, still go. Still lift your weight, still mm-hmm. lift a little bit because you're still putting a load on your muscles where if you don't go for very long, like let's say you work out real hard one day, yeah, that load that you put on, that workload you put on your body mm-hmm. cannot even come close to the same as if you put like half the amount of time or, or weight into five days out of the week. Oh, that's a right. Good point. So yeah. you just need you need that time. So you need to right. continually go consistently, and you'll start working out harder and stronger and faster and doing whatever. But it's about consistency because then it becomes a habit as well. Right, right. And so, um, and it makes your brain healthy. Isn't yep. that just wild? Just crazy. Yeah. So I mean, get out there and just do the best that you can do. Put, Don't be put, mean. Put those tennis shoes on. Yep. And then go and get just... your go get your grease like body. Yeah. Like Athens grease, not like like EA. No. So, yeah, exactly. Okay, so go out there and exercise five days a week mm-hmm. for at least 30 minutes. Whatever exercise regimen you want to do after talking to your doctor. Right. That's that's our that's our successful habit is is pretty much every day. Work out at least half hour a day. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, go out there and build a better you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>